Welcome, everybody, to Embassy City Church. I am so excited that you decided to join us as we go into God's word. Can I just tell you a couple of things? I love you and I miss y'all. I mean, I miss my Embassy City fam. I cannot wait to be able to hug you again, to love on you guys in person. But until then, we're going to keep it coming like this. If you got your Bibles, I want you to toss them up in the air. We're going to make some declarations before we get into God's word. I'm telling you today, I feel preachy. Ooh, I feel preachy. So you might want to turn your volume down just a little if you don't want to turn up with me. All right. Bible's high in the air. Repeat after me. Make sure it's loud. Wake your neighbors up if you live in an apartment because they should be up anyway. Well, depending on what time you're watching this. Repeat after me. Today. That's right. A little bit louder. Today. Uh huh. The Holy Spirit is about to speak to me about lockdown. That's right. Lockdown. After today, I will know and fully understand that sometimes God can do more for me in a lockdown than he could when I was freed up. So I'm ready, willing, and open to hear what God wants to say to me today. Let's go! Let's go! If you have your Bibles, I want you to open them to the book of Acts, chapter number 16. The book of Acts, chapter number 16. I'm so excited to get into this word because I believe it's going to infuse some people with some faith. It's going to infuse some people with some hope. I believe it's going to upset your world. So Acts chapter number 16, starting at the 16th verse, here is what God's word says. One day as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high God and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews, they shouted to the city officials. They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, I had to pause for that suddenly. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Woo! 
That's so good. I want to read that last verse again. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. If you're taking notes on this message, the title of this message, and I know you're going to be blessed by this. The title of this message is how to survive a lockdown. That's right. That's what I want to talk to you about. We're in these days where we're being quarantined right now, where we're all in the house and we feel like that we cannot move around freely because of the CDC protocols and everything they're asking us to do. The safest place for us to be right now is in our house. A lot of us don't like it, though, because we feel like we are being locked down. Well, I want to tell you how to survive a lockdown. Whether it's a quarantine like the one we're going through or in prison like Paul and Silas were going through, we're about to learn something together. Bow your heads. Let's pray over the word before we get started, shall we? Holy Spirit, help us survive this lockdown. Uh, uh, you know what? Help us understand this lockdown. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to think about what we just read and the fact that Paul and Silas were doing their called assignment to spread the good news about Jesus Christ. And as they were spreading that good news about Jesus Christ, they came across a young girl who was a fortune teller, what, what we would call today as a modern day psychic. And her employers had sent her out because she really had a, a gift of knowledge, a gift of prophecy, but the enemy perverted it and was calling it fortune telling. How many of you all know all gifts come from God, but they come without repentance. When he gives us when he gives us a gift, he doesn't take those gifts back. But if we don't use them for God's glory, then we wind up using it for the enemy's kingdom. So these two men had made a lot of money off of this young girl who was telling fortunes. And as Paul and Silas was coming through, were coming through her city, she began to say, these men are here to, to talk to you about the word of God, which was very, very accurate. But it was coming from a place with no relationship and no connection. And Paul got so vexed after hearing this girl say this day after day that he finally rebuked the spirit of the enemy that was on the inside of her and cast it out. When he cast it out, the place was in an uproar. The two men were upset and they got even more people in the city upset for one reason and one reason only. This young girl no longer made them money. I'm going to slow down right here. I want to say that again. They got upset because this young girl no longer made them money. They didn't even care about that young woman. They only cared about what they could get from her and the service that they could get the, the service that was being provided by her. Let me just let me just say a couple of things to you. You know that you are in the wrong type of relationship when it's only based on what you can give the other person. I'm, I, I don't know who this is for, but I, I, I want to make sure that you understand a, a relationship that is that is a one sided where you're the only one giving something. A relationship that is that is based on manipulation and control is not a relationship at all. It's bondage. And what Paul was really 
doing for this young woman, unbeknownst to her, is that when that spirit was cast out of her, she also broke off the relationship with the people that were using her and she got to go away free. But her freedom cost Paul and Silas their freedom. And they riled up all of the people in this community and they wind up putting Paul and Silas in prison. And while they were in prison, some miraculous things happened. And if you've been in church, especially in a Pentecostal church at all, then, then you know about this story. But there's some principles to it uh, that I think that you need to understand so that you can really, really grow in what a lockdown might be bringing you right now. See, see, I think that that people are not looking at the positive things that can be happening right now when it comes to a lockdown. Sure, we're inconvenienced. Sure, we have to stay inside, but we're not going through what Paul and Silas went through. We're not imprisoned. We're quarantined. But maybe there are some principles that we can learn from Paul and Silas that will help us right now. So there are two things you need to know as it relates to how to survive a lockdown. Two things that you need to know, two things you need to have if you're going to survive a lockdown. The first thing you need is you need a prayer. That's right, if you're gonna be locked down, you need a prayer. You need a prayer life. Here's what it says in Matthew chapter number six, verses seven and eight. When you pray, this is Jesus talking, this is in red. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. I love this verse. You need a prayer life right now. You're locked down. The best thing you can be doing is talking to God. And when you talk to God, the conversation should be a conversation that is edifying you and letting some burdens and some cares come off of you. Now, notice I said it has to be a conversation. Jesus knew that there were all types of people that that like to be uh, credited for their prayers. And a lot of times in church, people think that they can't pray unless they do it in a certain way. Well, I'm here to tell you, Jesus made it very, very simple by saying, hey, when you pray, don't babble on and on like people in other religions do. Here's what he's really saying. Get to the point. That's right. If you're going to have a prayer life, have a prayer life where you actually get to the point. I have been laughed at for years for having short prayers. The truth of the matter is this scripture is what gave me the liberty to pray direct prayers. And right now in a lockdown, the conversations need to be straight to the point because we're in situations right now where I'm already getting calls from the past week with people that have been laid off their jobs, other people that have been furloughed, people that own businesses that have to lay off employees, people that are losing $20,000 in revenue for the next quarter. I don't know what your situation is, but this is the time where your prayers need to be direct. Lord, help Lord, this is tough. Lord, this sucks. Now, I know some of you all uh, think that saying the word suck is a bad word, but you know I'm a literalist. And when I say, Lord, this sucks, 
I literally mean it is sucking the life out of me. It is sucking the peace out of me. It is sucking the joy out of me. You need a prayer life. You need the type of prayer life that you can give to the Lord in communication that allows you to be freed up from the burdens of this world. And once you get that stuff off of you, then you can do what point number two tells us to do. And I'm so glad to get to this point. If you're going to survive a lockdown to point number one, you need to have a prayer. Point number two, you need to have a praise. You need a prayer, but you also need a praise. After you have spoken to the Lord, after you have made your request known to him, there needs to be a praise to go up. Because if not, it turns into a complaining session. No, no. Communicate to God. Let him know what you need. Let him know how you're feeling. But after you do that, praise him. After you do that, lift up his name. After you do that, give God the greatest praise you can give him even in the midst of this situation. I told y'all I'm turned up. Told y'all. Because we're in a situation right now where the enemy would love no more than to bring depression, to bring sadness, to bring a spirit of heaviness. But God has given us joy. God has given us praise to go against and counteract that spirit of heaviness. So you need to have a praise. And here's what it says in Psalm 34 and 1. We read this last week. I will praise the Lord at all times. At what time? All times. At what time? I'm checking. All times. At what time? All times. With the job, we praise him. Without a job, we praise him. When we're free, we praise him. On lockdown, we praise him. With a virus, we praise him. Without a virus, we praise God. And I'm not going to allow the enemy to take my praise. Even in the midst of a situation like this, I believe that a prayer and a praise will get us through any situation that we have to go through. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so, okay. You need a prayer and you need a praise. You need a prayer and you need a praise. You need a prayer and you need a praise. You, you need a prayer. And you need a praise. I, I, I pray that as I'm saying this, your prayer life is getting stirred back up. Maybe maybe the enemy's tried to take your voice in the midst of all the situations that's going on right now. Maybe there's been so much happening around you. Maybe you have a loved one that's been uh, uh, tested positive for for COVID-19. And, and it just seems like it's robbed your voice. You don't know what to pray. You might even be in a situation where, where you feel like you're angry at God. I'm telling you, get your prayer life back. Get your prayer life back. Speak to God about the situation more than you speak to people about the situation. And after you have turned it over in prayer to God, praise him for what he's already done. Thank him for what you already have, because that praise is what's going to bring you out. Ah, this is so good. So, so, so now I gave you the two things that you need to survive a lockdown. Now I want to tell you the three things that a prayer and a praise can do. I've told you about the two things that you need to survive a lockdown. Now I want to tell you about the three things that a prayer and a praise can do. Point number one, please write this down. A prayer and a praise can shake foundations. 
That's what it did for Paul and Silas. They were put in the innermost part of the jail, of the prison, and they were locked down. But they began to pray and they began to praise. And scripture says the foundation shook. Can I just stop and say right now, maybe this lockdown, what was meant for a season to get our foundations to shake, to get the foundation of this nation to shake, to get the foundation of your family to shake, to get the foundations of your faith to shake. What is it built on? Is it built on convenience? Or at the slightest inconvenience, do we run away from our faith? Listen, the foundations are shaking right now all around us. Financially, they're shaking. Emotionally, they're shaking. Spiritually, they're shaking. This lockdown can shake foundations. But I'm telling you, with a prayer and a praise, you can shake those foundations and reset them so you can be sitting and standing on Christ, the solid rock. So point number one, a prayer and a praise can shake the foundations. Point number two, a prayer and a praise can open doors. You heard me. A prayer and a praise can open doors. Even in a situation like the one we're facing right now, even with the circumstances being as daunting as they are, a prayer and a praise can open doors that no man can shut can make crooked paths straight, can bring high places low. Listen, there are now going to be opportunities that you never would have saw open up had it not been for this entire situation coming to pass. And so I'm telling you, with your prayer and with your praise, you can see God open up doors for you in the same way they opened for Paul and Silas. In the same exact way, foundations shaking, Doors swinging wide open because we had a prayer and we had a praise. And finally, point number three, they can break chains. A prayer and a praise can break some chains. A prayer and a praise can break bondage. A prayer and a praise can break torment. A prayer and a praise can break generational curses. A prayer and a praise can crush a, 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 a poverty mindset. A prayer and a praise can make you overcome low self-esteem. A prayer and a praise can break cycles of addiction. A prayer and a praise can make depression leave. A prayer and a praise can change your life. These three things happen for Paul and Silas, and I believe that they can happen for us. Listen to me, Embassy City. Y'all got to get this message. Y'all got to get this word. You got to have it on the inside of you because it doesn't matter if this situation that we're in stays the same or gets worse. If we keep that prayer and we keep that praise, we will see foundation shake. We will see doors opened and we will see chains breaking on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. God has not forsaken his children. He's with us. He's for us. And if he's for us, who can stand against us? I just, I'm feeling like 
I just got to get this to you. I just feel like I need to make sure you have this as we go into these next couple of weeks. Listen, next week is Easter. We are going to turn up. Won't be mentioning anything about what's going on in the news because the only thing that's going to matter is that our God rose from the dead. I'm telling you, I need you to know this week, whatever you're facing and whatever you're going through, go through it with the prayer and a praise. Because those two things will give you the ability to shake some foundations. And let's be honest, they need to be shaken. This lockdown has shown us all that we got some things that haven't been set right. And now God has shaken the foundations. Marriages that can be torn apart under the stress of this type of season. God has shaken the foundations. Some of us haven't been the best with finances. And now God has shaken the foundations. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Why? Because he wants to reset us so that we can see some doors open. Where they were previously closed, doors can start opening. And when those doors open, we get to walk through them with freedom and boldness, knowing that it was God himself that opened those doors. And lastly, we get to see some chains break. This won't be a temporary situation. When you have a prayer life and you have a praise, you can survive a lockdown. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? And what is the Holy Spirit saying to you through this message? I, I need you to make sure that you send this message to at least five people because I feel in my heart somebody needs to hear it. What is he saying to you through this message? You might be a person and disconnected from God. I just want you to know you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ by simply inviting him into your heart and saying that I believe that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. I repent of my sins and I change my mind. If you say that and you believe that, I'm telling you, you are saved. and You're a citizen of the kingdom of God. For the rest of us, I just want you to know how much I love you, how much I'm praying over you. I'm praying over you individually. I'm praying over you corporately. I love you guys so much. I am so grateful to be your pastor. You have no idea. We're going to get through this situation together. We are going to survive this lockdown on our prayers and our praise. I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week. Peace.